Hi, and welcome back to Dating Funnies. Or Dating Not So Funnies, I don't know anymore. It's such a bizarre world out there trying to date. But hey, this week, woohoo! I actually have our sugar baby here this week. We're going to talk about, I don't know about if it's the confessions of a sugar baby, but she's going to at least tell us a little bit, I hope, on how she got introduced to the sugar life, as they call it, and maybe the different sites that she's visited and which ones work better than others. Because who knows, maybe some of you listeners want to be a sugar baby or a sugar daddy. I don't know. It's not for me to decide, but I'm sure there's some highlights and some pitfalls to this type of dynamic. So with that said, I want to introduce you to Jackie. She lives here in Bellevue. Hi, everyone. And she is going to answer a few questions along the way about her experiences on being a, a sugar baby and what it means for her and how it's worked for her. So Jackie, what was one of the first sites that you ever visited, or better yet, why did you decide to go down this path of dating? Yeah, good question. So I first started seeking arrangements back in when I was in college. I was in my last year of college and uh, really not sure what I really wanted to be in so life. So with, with that said, so to give the audience a rough idea, your last year of college, was that last year? Was it five years ago? Was it 10 years ago? It was back in 2016. So five years ago. Okay, kind of put it in perspective. I mean, who knows? I could be sitting here with a 50-year-old woman. They don't know. Right. So back in college could have been back in the 80s. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm sure they would be able to pick up by my voice. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. So anyway, so your last year of college, and you were living in Washington, or were you living out of Washington? I was living in Washington, yes. Okay, so tell us, so were you afraid to initially get on one of those sites? I uh, first came with the idea, you know, it is what it is. Um, I came in with no expectations. And I finally found my first ever sugar daddy on Seeking Arrangements. And he is a part of the Mormon church, actually, with uh, a family of his own and a wife. And just a normal guy just wanting to have, you know, live his fantasies. And well, 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 so let's, so you're, you're, you're sharing with the audience that... It could be anybody to yeah. be a sugar daddy. Someone that's outstanding citizen going to a Mormon church or upstanding business owner, and they're trying to, even though they got a wife and kids at home, they're trying to live out their fantasies. What in this particular guy, without naming any names, right? What were his fantasies? Was it the the, the knowing that he had a younger woman on his arm that he can go out in public with, or is everything discreet? Uh, basically, it was an arm candy. Uh, he works for a, a tech company, and I was able to travel with him. And before COVID, we got to travel to Europe, basically in England, Malmo, Copenhagen. And it wasn't discreet when we were out in other countries, but it was quite discreet when we were back in Washington. Did, his wife didn't know about this? 
His wife was aware of it. Um, I never got to meet her or the kids, but I several times went to his house when his uh, wife and children were out and about. Oh, wow. So did he, so part of this sugar dating, from what I understand, it's, 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 it's like an exchange of gifts or money or an exchange of your time. Is that correct? Yes. And, and it could include just traveling, could include being intimate, it's, it's, it's whatever you and the daddy decides and discuss and agree to? Basically, uh, since that was my first ever uh, sugar relationship, it basically was all like natural, like it was like my best friend, he paid for everything, he gave me money, I didn't have to ask for any money. I was intimate with him because I wanted to, not because he asked me to. He was like that best friend that I never had. I shared with him all my intimate secrets with my family and how I was raised. Um, and he was just basically there for me for anything from financial issues to fixing my car to paying my rent to taking me shopping. Grocery shopping, traveling, um, helping out my family. He was just there for me. Wow. He was basically like my husband, but not really my husband. Was he much older than you? Um, he was in his mid forties. Uh, okay, so not really. Maybe twenty, twenty-four years older than you, thereabouts. So, how long did that relationship last? Uh, that lasted for at least two years until I met someone else. So you ended that relationship Yes. for someone that you thought was going to be better as a a sugar daddy? Yes. Better better than taking care of your family, fixing your car, buying your stuff, taking you to Europe, paying your rent, never asking for money. Better than that? How do you get better than that? So one thing, um, as you know, I'm 28 now and you're 50? Yeah, this isn't about me. Okay, this is about so, you. I'm trying to find yes. out what your situation is. Yes. So one thing about females, we never date anyone, um, you know, lesser than our previous relationship. So, of course, I was going to improve. And so that but meant... But stop. Pause for a moment. I just hard-pressed to believe that you needed to improve from that. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I actually wanted more time for me because it was more like couple hours and traveling meant only like temporary, like three days or four days. I wanted someone more. So you wanted something more like a traditional relationship. Right. Just with sugar added to it. Yeah. Okay, so you met somebody else. I met someone else. On the same site? Yes. Okay. So I met then... And I asked about the same site because you're on other sites too, are you not? Um, so I'm on like more uh, like Facebook dating, which I introduced to you. Right. But, but the, the point being is that like I know that the company that owns Seeking Arrangement also owns another site called What's Your Price? Right. You're on a site like that too, are you not? Uh, yes, but I don't go on there frequently. I haven't had much success on it. Okay. All right. All right. So you met this new person at Seeking Arrangement. How long did you see that person before you scaled up? So, the new guy? Yeah. 
so I like to call him the Jewish guy. He's my age, and he's an introvert and uh, with Asperger's. Um, and we that relationship uh, just recently ended. So that lasted about two years. Now, did he take you on trips? Did he buy so your clothes, give you money, pay your rent, fix your car, take care of your family? Did he do all that stuff? Yes. Okay. Um, since he was an introvert, his... Uh, he didn't like much traveling, so the only traveling we did was with my family, going to go see them. And a one-time trip that I manifested one year later after our relationship to Los Cabos, and that was pretty fun, and I'm quite grateful that we did that. He definitely had more time for me. He had more time to spend quality time with me gave me more attention than my other sugar relationship. But this relationship too has has ended. Yes, it has ended because he has, so things have opened up now for, for COVID and salsa dancing has opened and he has believed in his mind that uh, salsa dancing is a promiscuous dance and I could potentially meet my other half and sugar dating isn't. <laughs> I find that funny that he would have that. That would be, that would be his boundary. Right. Wow. Yeah, and so he decided to um, basically uh, stop me, deny me from dancing, and I never agreed to it. Um, he just said, "I don't want you to be dancing." And I want you to see me on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, stay over the night on Saturday and um, hang out on Sunday. And I said, you know, I basically didn't agree to it. But this re- this relationship type, the sugar dating, right, is very much like all relationships to a certain level. Right. It's open line of communication. Right. Talking about your boundaries mm-hmm. and then deciding if you can live with those boundaries or not. Now, of right. course... The financial commitments kind of skews that a little bit. Right. So you've only had two or three sugar daddies, or you had others. I mean, what kind of have you have you met some people on there that you were somewhat uh, taken aback from, fearful from? I mean, have you always has everyone you met been a nice person and treated you nicely? Have you run into some situations where our listeners should be aware of if they chose to go down this path that what they should look out for? Right. I think um, when you come, I've met so many guys on their first dates and I definitely, I, I use my intuition, my gut feeling. I was born and raised in a Christian home. We call it the Holy Spirit. And you basically have discernment whether if you want to continue uh, seeing them or not. And most of the time, if they say they don't want it to be transactional or they don't pay me that day, you know, for meetup, then basically it's giving me a sign they don't want to continue a sugar, baby sugar daddy relationship. I never ask for anything on the first date. Uh, However, them showing me like $100 or $200 for a meetup, you know, um, shows them they want to continue with the relationship. 
and they're just showing their generosity they're showing I would love to continue seeing you and here's a piece of my um, you know like you know penguins give pearls to their females and so if for men like this the expectation is basically money and well and I kind of get that a little bit but I mean to me I mean as I I visited that site and I visited other sites and it's just like that one site called what's your price and the terms of agreement in that website says that the, any money's offered to a sugar baby for a meeting is the cost of her t- to get ready and be ready for the meeting. But sadly, as a man on those sites, you get hit with people wanting pay per meet or people that want four or five, ten thousand dollars a month. And I'm hard pressed to believe that there's that many men floating around willing to part with all that money up front. And I think even when you meet someone the first time, it's still you're still trying to get to know one another. Maybe you have lunch, get to know each other. And then if you agree to see each other again, maybe uh, the, the, those people might then say, "Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to do that." After that first meeting, because you don't, you never know who you're going to meet, both men or women. What what kind of challenges you might face or may not face? Would you not agree? Right. Yeah. Um, it's all about what the person's seeking. Um, if you're seeking, some people have short-term um, arrangements. Um, some people have one-day, two days arrangements. It's basically you can make it whatever you want to be. You can be as honest, as raw as you want on seeking that's what i've noticed yeah i think i think that's the one thing i've enjoyed about being on those sites just kind of scoping around seeing what it was all about is that in any dating sites this one here you get to be right out in the open what your expectations are because everyone else is doing the same right so you kind of you go over that that hurdle there so would you is this something uh, a lifestyle that you would recommend to other women that would that would like to be arm candy so to speak or a quasi girlfriend so to speak uh, uh, lifestyle I would definitely encourage it if they want to upgrade their lifestyle if they are in their feminine energy um, and want to be taken care of by a man absolutely Um, I've my two long-term relationships have been successful and I've enjoyed it and um, now I'm back again on seeking looking for my long term again and this time I am looking for someone who's not putting any boundaries on me so to speak my hobbies I think um, it's important for my own Uh, I think it's important to have my own happiness. If dancing salsa makes me happy, then that other person should respect it. I know when you and I first met, because we met on this site, Right. you at that time also had a boyfriend or an ex-boyfriend that you're hoping to get reattached to. Yeah. And and that's fine, except Mm -hmm. how does, you know, he didn't know that you were on the site. So how do you navigate that if you're trying to enjoy this side lifestyle and yet you're trying to manifest. date someone for a normal dating relationship how do you, you know, it's one thing to manifest what you want in your life but how do you navigate those waters because I will share with you it's a small world absolutely and and you may never think 
than anyone would ever find out. But it's funny how all of a sudden you're in a situation where now the person you're trying to manifest into your life is a long-term, quote-unquote, normal dating relationship might find out. And then that, that oh, kind of kills the deal. He, right? he, yeah, he found out that I was on Seeking and I said, you know, hey, I'm on here because I'm basically living my life and enjoying my life and trying to meet someone who will be my, you know, someone I can spend my quality time with. And but, but it takes away from the quality time that maybe this long-term boyfriend, potential husband, might, when you're taking time away from him, how do, how do you navigate that? Because it's, uh, he lives in a different state, right? He lives in San Francisco. Right. And right now he's in Italy. And he has a girlfriend. Oh, no. Um, no, but at the time. Right. He was single. Right, exactly. And I know that you're really working to try to make that work. I'm just, right. You know, I know the human spirit, too, is yeah. that when you divide your time yeah. and your mindset, and you does that means dividing your time with text messages and emails, and, you know, you want quality time, but what does he need? And so it could be somewhat problematic. Now, he might say, okay, fine, you, you do that while we're dating but at some point he may come to the table and say hey I, I need you to stop that yeah I think once marriage is introduced then that means I stop my sugar lifestyle because he's the one being the provider can you though because yeah have you watched absolutely. the Netflix series called Sex Lies uh, no I can absolutely stop it I okay. have self-control um, I I mean if if I'm happy with my sex life, then I'll, I wouldn't, I won't tell him like, hey, I want, you know, to seek something else. Is that something that I did ask him when we were together? I was like, hey, can can you give me permission to, when we were out like dancing or something, can I have permission if I find someone, can I go home with them? And he would be like, no. Right, right. Of course, that's human nature, right? And I would ask because he had uh, a, it's called a dysfunctional, like his dick wouldn't work. Okay, you can Erectile use that term. dysfunction. There you go. And so uh, he absolutely still didn't give me permission. And so I had to live with some sort of uh, just understanding him and I didn't understand him and I think that's why the relationship actually didn't end up working. So in the end, in the end, yeah. it's still like any other relationship, just like the sugar relationship, just boundaries, having discussions, yeah. what's working, what's not. The money's nice, yeah, but it's not the end all be all. Right. It certainly allowed you to do things you probably wouldn't have done before. Right. Which will allow men and women alike, if that's the lifestyle you want, to do that. Mm -hmm. So, there, you know, some of the sites that are out there are Sugar Daddy for Me or Sugar Dating or Seeking Arrangements or What's Your Prize. If you're really interested in looking for one of those type of dynamics, there's lots of sites to go to. Some are better than others. Right. I know for me personally, when I looked into it, Seeking Arrangements seemed to have a better yeah. amount of women to choose from. But yeah. with that said, out of the number of women, I would say 10% of them might be real people with real expectations. Yeah. Whereas the rest of them, I, I personally feel most of them are escorts because they're, they can't advertise on Craigslist anymore. Right. So they're on these other sites. Right. 
trying to find their transactional type of situations. And there's nothing wrong with it except that it's illegal. So so right now you're out back on seeking arrangement, trying to find someone. And yeah. you haven't had bad luck in terms of meeting bad people. It's just you're, you're meeting people on each person. Right. It's got their own dynamics and situation, and you get to choose whether that's okay with you or not, and right. vice versa. Right, yeah. Okay. I I either decline if I don't have a good chemistry, if I don't, um, I decline if there is um, just our conversation didn't go well. Right. Um, I think energy is doesn't lie, and if they are just completely... A nerve rack then I'll have definitely discernment whether if it's um, acceptable or not right well people reveal themselves over time I don't care what kind of dating platform you're doing you everybody puts on their best behavior out of the gate right and you have to pay attention to that because the yeah. best be- if this is the best it's ever going to be and it's not that good it's gonna be worse down the road and when you add money or gifts to the dynamic and I know men are probably more guilty of this than women is that men take ownership Mm-hmm. I'm paying this money that I'm entitled. Right, yeah, so that that's what happened an, to the Jewish guy. Right, so that can end up being an ugly dynamic that yeah. people have to be careful about. Yeah, yeah, and I was able to get out of my uh, Jewish guy seeking relationship because I had to, I was encouraged to ghost him. Um, and so yeah, I ghosted him. And I don't him. know if ghosting is the right thing to do, but you have to do whatever you feel you have to do to, to protect yourself. To right. a certain degree, and you got input from others about that. Yeah, so good I for did. you. And I know her and I chatted about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I've shared with you in previous podcasts, I'm talking to my listeners here. You know, I've met Jackie through the site. It wasn't something I wanted to do, and so since then we've remained friends. She uh, was convinced to go into a business, and so she wanted my input on that. So I've helped her along the way. A little bit because I don't like doing things for people completely because I want them if they're really interested in doing whatever they're going to do they need to learn to do it themselves yeah. so so anyway so we've developed a good friendship uh, from that so we'll go ahead and just kind of end it this way I mean again if this is the lifestyle you're seeking there's so many different dynamics out there dating and what you want uh, I think at the in the end it's all about being upfront honest clear expectations tell people what you want hear what they want and be respectful be Mm -hmm. kind be nice Mm -hmm. because you never know how it will come back at you down the road whether you manifest stuff or not i know Mm -hmm. what you're talking about chemistry people use the word chemistry it really is do they match your vibration level it's not chemistry are they at this level that you're at and it doesn't matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert but what i've learned is that if they match this vibration, then you, we call it chemistry. But at the end of the day, you still have to pay attention to the red flags. Right. Also look at the, the green flags, because there's green flags there. But in the last lady I, I met, I mean, now as I look back on it, the red flags came at me, screaming at me, and I still chose to ignore it because you, know, you get blinded by it all, right? Yeah, there's some things we compromise. For... And, and some things we just shouldn't compromise at all. Yeah. Well, Jackie, thanks for visiting us today and give us Absolutely. a little bit of your experiences. Uh, with that, uh, not sure what my next topic will be the next week or two. I've kind of gone into hermit mode a little bit because I'm just not that excited about keep pushing forward. I'm not sure how dating is going to look going forward now that we have more COVID news going around and people are... Uh, 
are backing up. Now there's discussion about different things about what's happening, what's not happening, and so people have kind of backed up a little bit. Uh, have that affected you much in sugar dating, the, the COVID situation lately? Absolutely not. I think it's actually been uh, even better. People crave interaction. People crave intimacy. People crave, you know, to be touched, to be seen, to be heard. And more than ever, I've never seen more men on seeking. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there's definitely an abundance of men on there. And I'm sure there's an abundance of females out there trying to find their... Right, and it's all dependent on their levels. But it is interesting. I mean, biologically, we're not designed to be alone. Right. And being holed up all the time, uh, people people can't function like that on a regular basis. So they're going to reach out. Now, do you find, have you found that most of the men on seeking are married or are they single? Um, most of the men are married. Okay. Um, and there is a small pool of men that are single. Um, it's usually guys that are introverted. They're, uh, they're in tech. They have social, poor social skills. And so this is like a great avenue for men who could just be like, you know. Have you, have you seen men on there that are very, 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 very high net worth people that people in the public might know who they are without naming names? I've met one or two, um, and I I actually... Uh, Don't name names. Right. He's a celebrity, and he's on there. Okay. Um, and he likes the company of real girls, not girls that are fake. And, right. Um... Uh, he finds me that I'm real, and so I see him every now and then. But it's just being real, being you, and not having really high expectations. I think you have to just be you and be clear in what you want and be kind, like you said. Be honest with yourself, and you'll attract that. Okay. Good advice. So once again, thanks for visiting this week. This is Dating Funnies. Have a great week. Hope you and your family are doing well. And who knows what the upcoming weeks will bring. As I've always done in the past, I'll certainly share with you whatever situations I run into, whatever challenges I run into. One in hopes to put a smile on your face, make you laugh, or make you pause and say, yeah, that's happened to me. I Once again, I still find it interesting odd in a way that I would just I don't watch TikTok all the time but when I turn it on I'm always amazed at what videos all of a sudden I'm seeing and it never fails me in the last month or so that it's always something that's pertaining to what's going on in my world so this manifesting that I'm not manifesting that but it's interesting that the universe is putting good information in front of me that whether it's 100% accurate or not, it, to me is irrelevant. It makes me at least pause and think about my situation, what might be the best way to approach something or not. So you might want to take a look at, if you don't have TikTok, download it. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of political stuff on there, a lot of COVID stuff on there. You can search for just about anything you want on there. But if you just let it scroll, you might surprise yourself to see what pops up on your screen while you're watching it. So with that said, have a great week. And until next time, Dating Funny signing off.